Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing our examination of the Gospel of Matthew. We're in the fifth chapter. Uh, just phenomenal chapters, five, six, and seven, where Jesus is teaching. He's teaching, and he's giving them insight and understanding into things. He started off at the beginning by saying, blessed are they, the Beatitudes, how happy are they, are blessed are the ones who do this to do that. Now we're in a portion of the scripture where he keeps reiterating over and over. He'll say, you have heard it said, and then he'll quote something, but then he'll come back and say, but I say to you. And so what he's doing is he's touching upon elements of the law. And he's saying, this is what you've heard said, and this is what you've been taught. And he's not saying that it's incorrect, not at all. He's not saying it's incorrect at all, but he's showing them that uh, the law in and of itself was insufficient to bring salvation. And he's already said, already told him at the very beginning, hey, I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill the law. So let's go to Matthew chapter 5, and we're up to verse 33 right now. And he's going to be talking about uh, making false vows and oaths and things like that. So here's Jesus, verse 33. Again, you have heard that the ancients were told you shall not make false vows, but shall fulfill your vows to the Lord. So that phrase, you shall not make false vows, but shall fulfill your vows to the Lord, uh, is out of the New uh, Old Testament. And it's mentioned in several different ways in several different passages. It's just saying what? If you vow something, then fulfill your vow. Okay? And a lot of times people think, well, you're not supposed to make vows. You're not supposed to do that. No, the Scripture doesn't say that like in that way. It says, if you make a vow, then fulfill it. But there's really no reason to make vows. You just let your yes be yes and your no, no. Verse 34, Jesus continues. But I say to you, make no oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. So look what he's saying. He says, don't make any oath at all. Don't do that. And he says, don't make an oath by heaven. Don't make an oath by the earth or make an oath by Jerusalem. So what does this mean? Well, that, this is what they were doing. They were saying, oh, I swear to you, I swear to you by the most high heaven. I swear to you uh, by the earth and the creation of the most high God. I swear to you by Jerusalem. And he's saying, don't do that. And we get major hints right here. Let me read it again because you can sort of see what the flow is. But I say to you, make no oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God. And he's saying, don't make an oath by the heaven because heaven is the throne of God or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet. That's an intriguing little phrase right there. Because when you go through Scripture and seeing things about uh, uh, particularly the uh, uh, Ark of the Covenant and the Holy of Holies, uh, there's pictures of that being the footstool of God, you know. And people go, well, does that mean that God's actual feet are on there? No, you can't go anthropomorphic on this because God is spirit, okay? He's spirit. And so he speaks to us in things that we can understand and get an idea of it, but it doesn't mean it literally. But then he says this, don't make an oath by Jerusalem for, and then he quotes an Old Testament passage, it is the city of the great king. 
he continues, verse 36, nor shall you make an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Well, we know that, don't we? Now, I know some of our lady friends here say, well, wait a minute here. I can, I can make my hair go from white to black. <laughs> Not that any of y'all would do that. <laughs> no. no, what they were doing, they were uh, declaring these oaths. And Jesus says, don't do that. Th then what do we do? Verse 37. But let your statement be yes, yes, or no, no. Anything beyond these is of evil. And it literally means it's of the evil one. And you think, well, why is it of the evil one? There's all sorts of examples of this in the scripture. Primarily, when you're doing that, you're, you're um, instead of resting upon the yes and the yes and resting upon the no of no, and you declaring the truth in righteousness because of who you are, we feel like we're having to defend ourselves. We feel like we're having to bring forth the case. We're feeling like we're having to call forth on something or somebody higher than us to swear by, whatever that means. When you start thinking about it, you know, when you make an oath of something. And this actually has some um, real-time applicable things uh, in our society. I've actually run into a counter like this one time. I've shared this before. I'm not sure I shared it in the podcast, but I think I have. But uh, long ago and far away, I went to uh, a legal deposition, and it had to do with a, uh, a family in our church and, you know, trying to figure out who was going to have one child and all this kind of, one of those just nightmare kind of things. And so uh, the main judge wasn't in there. The judge had given the responsibility to uh, another, uh, I called her a judgeette, not to her face, but, uh, you know, somebody, an inferior judge, just to do the groundwork right here and write up a report and then give the report to the judge, and then the judge would rule on that. You know how that works. So we go in there, and we sit down, and I knew these passages. I knew this, and there's several other passages that give us insight into this. And I knew what the law was, because I'd actually researched it. I'd looked it up. And if you listen, uh, when it's actually done, they'll have you raise your right hand. Do you swear and or affirm that what you're going to say is truth? And a lot of times people say, yes, I swear, so help me God. Well, what is that? That's calling an oath, and we're not to do that. Well, even our legal system provides an alternative to that. So I got in there, and they wanted me to do, you know, to do the swearing in. And the way they were doing it, uh, I wound up telling the lady, I said, uh, well, I won't swear, but I will affirm my yes is yes and my no is no. And she was, she was irritated by this. And there were, I don't remember, maybe eight people around this table. You know, it wasn't a courtroom scene. It was around a table in a deposition. And um, so she just started asking me questions. And one of the first questions, she said, are you a born again? And I looked at her, and I had an idea that she and some other folks right here were Jewish in this environment, which doesn't matter, but to what the phraseology and stuff, it sort of does. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, then she gets all belligerent on me. And, uh, and by, the one answer to the question now was uh, an attorney, okay, an attorney. And the judge, little judgeette, was sitting there asking a question, then the attorney did some follow-up. And then the attorney was just getting real aggressive. And he said, well, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And I looked at the judge and I said, uh, Your Honor, I cannot read their mind. I don't know what they mean. I simply asked for him to define the term in the way that he uses that term. What do you mean by born again? 
you ask me if I'm born again, what, what are you asking me? He refused to define it. He refused to ask it. See what he was trying to do? He's trying to set me up, right? He's trying to do some things right here. And so finally, it, you know, it was intense. I, I don't know, it probably didn't last more than five minutes, you know, the questioning back and forth. But uh, the judge knew I was right. And so I did not swear. I didn't swear an oath. I said, I will affirm to you that my yes is yes and my no is no. And she totally received that because that is a legal stance. Now, a lot of times people say, oh, that's no big deal. You know, they swear by this and swear by that. It is a big deal, folks. Why? Because Jesus said, don't do it. Make no oath at all, either by heaven, by earth, or by Jerusalem. Uh, some so uh, societies are really big on that. And I think this one was at that time, this kind of stuff. And he says, don't swear by anything that you can do of your own volition, by the color of your hair. You can't do anything. But just let your statement be yes and yes. Let your statement be no for no. You know, folks, may we be like that? May we be people that the world will know that we say yes, we mean yes, and we say no, we mean no. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.